0: 365 Days of Sport. That's right, it's another edition of 365 Days of Sport. It's now officially the best sports radio show on the planet. Officially, I like to say. <laughs> I am beefy, and to my right is the best thing to come out of Auckland since Emirates' new A380 Rob Bryce.
1: I've been compared to planes. <laughs> yeah, I was at Sultan last week. Yeah, where did this official rating come from? That this it's is a it's just, just official. Yeah, that's it's it. It's just come after yeah.
0: last week's show. Yeah, which. Both of us had yeah. messages from America... Okay. ...saying, that is the best show yeah, I, I have
1: ever heard. I was uh, uh, consistent throughout. I know. Everyone said the best, best one by... by. Yeah. Well, not by far, but the best one. Yeah. Cause no, all, obviously the standards, The standards are very high. because yes, you'd have regardless. exponential growth then. And we don't want
0: exponential growth. We want standard, you know, step-by-step step One, by one measure, step at a time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we're measured So, duo. yeah, so we did. We, Let's we, not get carried we, away. We genuinely, both of us, got text messages from mm. America... Mm-hmm. Uh, saying last week's show with featuring Paul Winslow, yeah. who was an absolute star. That was the best show that he'd
1: ever heard. Ever. We're, we're not even really trying. Either. No, indeed, we're, we're not. Laziness. Apart is, from, yeah,
0: we, we do try to get guests. We do try. <laughs> we try pretty hard. Um, um, and then all of a sudden we get messages on the day saying, "Oh, can't do it tonight," yeah. and
1: just throws us into. Well, uh, I, got, but, I got totally thrown out by Anzac Day, a public holiday on a Tuesday, mess up your whole week oh, because Wednesday feels like a Monday, and all it, of a sudden today's Thursday, so we'll come around oh. and do the podcast. But uh, I th- and I felt like, what do you mean? It's only Tuesday. No, yeah. no, it's, it's, uh, Thursday. it's Thursday. But
0: mind you, that's only one day to go till the weekend. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Well, I, I just I like the official status that we've embraced there. But what in terms of officialness, like uh, yes. uh, on the field, is it all? Is it also Equally non qualified. Equally when, non qualified. Whenever yes. a decisions made, definitely equally yeah, yeah. non qualified. Yes. Yeah. So that guy is officially the worst player on the planet. It's just it's not actually official. Well, just someone be. just said it.
0: Yeah, someone's just wh- said it, but that makes it official in well, his in his eyes. Well,
1: when where are the what are the levels of, of officiality? Well, just it, you just make it official if you state it and you believe it's yeah. fact, that's official. You sound like someone who believes in Jesus and God. No, they, no, they, no, no, they no. Looks no like officially, God exists just because yeah. he said it. I'm not Shaquille. O'Neal. I can find many arguments to say the opposite of that one. Many, many you know, Shaquille. <laughs> Shaq's back. with his flat world. Indeed. Right. Right. Actually, and, uh, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq got into trouble
0: this week because he started. Auto-tuning Charles Barkley's analysis on the basketball. Auto-tuning it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he was doing some auto-tune, and Charles Barkley what wasn't What was happening. Barkley up to? Was he trying to do a rap or something? No, no, no.
0: And Barkley was actually trying to be serious mm. and making a basketball point, and uh, Shaq uh, got just the producers, made a mockery of it. Got the producers to turn the auto-tune on, so he was.
1: Wow, wow, wow!
0: He's gone into the paint <laughs> for a layup. Wow, wow,
1: Peter Frampton coming in. Yeah, there. kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. So he wasn't happy. Uh, what's in the news this week? What have you got coming well, up? Well, so how's yeah. this? It's yeah. it's coming up to the end of the the British football season.
0: Only a couple of games to go. So this weekend... Is that all? Yeah, only two games. Is oh, Chelsea still on top? Premier League have got about four or five games ah, to right. go. Okay. So, yep. But in the lower leagues, because mm. of playoffs and things like that, there's probably two games to go. So... Most, How's Newport going? oh, we mm-hmm. are we are going strong now. Really? Yeah, we the Great Escape is on. <laughs> Fingers crossed, we yeah. will avoid relegation. So uh, that's all, big news on SEN in Melbourne as well. When I'm there? on, yeah. Also, I, I assume uh, Leicester City haven't quite backed up for two in a row. They've survived. They were staring relegation in the face uh, about two Ooh, months ago, and okay. they sacked their manager controversially. What? But since then, they won seven seven games on the trot. Right after okay. sucking their manager, so uh, the guy that won them the Premiership, yeah, so now he's we'll, so- out. He's gone. Yeah. Claudio Ranieri. And one hit he's off. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and they brought in uh, Craig Shakespeare, sh- yeah. some bloke called Shakespeare, who, he's really who, the- who's written his own legendary status. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, they won seven straight, and they got themselves out the mire. So they were. The last survived. guy's kind of like the proclaimers. I would walk for 500 miles,
1: just one hit, and then
0: gone. Yeah. Just well, there. Ranieri's been around a long time, but, you know, he's uh, he created uh, something that will never, ever be repeated again. Mm-hmm. 5,000 to 1 odds. Yeah. Leicester were at the start of the year, so... Now, but, what,
1: what are we... So, we, we so were, this what, is what the, news? the news. On? So, yep, okay, here.
0: when yep. you support a kind of a lower league soccer club in the UK, your mm-hmm. last away game of the season is normally designated Fancy Dress Day. You know, like on test matches yep. on the Saturday is Fancy Dress Day and stuff like that.
1: The Brits love the Fancy Dress. Oh,
0: yes, indeedy. Mm-hmm. So, um, Newport County have been known to go away all the way to Gateshead dressed as Elvis, so they had 500 okay. on Elvises going away, and I sure. think this year's, uh, this year's Fancy Dress is... Um, beach hmm considering Wales has just had snow that could, uh, couldn't could go down too have well have you
1: ever done the fancy dress option and you've been the only one that turned up in fancy dress no, at a party no not me I was very un- unimpressed one time when I was told it was a 70s dress up at a Mornington winery tasting <laughs> I said oh okay sweet fully yeah. embraced it turned yeah. up in my, in my 70s cut suit and no one no one yeah and I just looked like an idiot all day in this ridiculous suit it's yeah. like when you turn up to Mufti Day in your uniform yeah it, it's quite embarrassing it would be I had to drink a lot. <laughs> well, that's never stopped you before. <laughs> yeah. um, so Grimsby Town. Mm.
0: Now, they were known in the 80s uh, to bring inflatables to their games, mm. their fans. So it's a fishing town. Actually, um, Paul Winslow is from Grimsby, funnily enough. And, uh, World's colliding. So, so they brought uh, like a thousand inflatable fish, Harry Haddocks. But their last away game of the season is away at Barnet. Barnet's in London, but Barnet have banned the Grimsby fans from bringing inflatables to the game.
1: Okay, um, what is it like a health hazard of some sort? Yeah, because those, uh, those inflatables well, can cause damage.
0: Grimsby supporters took inf- uh, an inflatable to Grimsby mm-hmm. uh, in February 2015, Yep. and one fan was sub- subsequently found guilty of assaulting a steward there with an inflatable shark. My word! I know how did
1: the steward come off? Sort well, of he obviously lost lost his head because the shark <laughs> bit his head off. But uh, <laughs> inflatable. But the
0: inflatables were brought along that day in protest at mm-hmm. the treatment of a Grimsby fan at Forest Green
1: Rovers for refusing to hand
0: over a large beach ball.
1: Is it an in all inflatables gone or are stricken off the record, or is it just for, like for this game they're right. banning the Grimsby fans? So what? It's the, not. Gr- it's not the actual item that is being inflated. It's not because it's a shark. It's or a it's beach just ball. All inflatables. Okay.
0: So what the Grimsby fans did. They they put an advert on crowdfunding or mm. Kickstarter or whatever to raise money to bring a mariachi band instead. <laughs> so <laughs> obvious so, replacement. Obvious, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the mariachi—they've—they've they've crushed their Kickstarter funding uh, yeah. record, and like so, yeah, and Antonio Banderas could do. Yeah. So they're having a ten-strong mariachi band mm-hmm. going to play before,
1: <laughs> after, <laughs> and during the match. <laughs> Just to annoy the it's Very, <laughs> uh... really, very festive sort of <laughs> yeah. arrangement they got going there. Yeah, that's it. Of course, we need a bit of Mexican-Spanish uh, enhancement in the English Football League. We definitely need that.
0: So uh, so well, Trevor Hewson, he was uh, leading the crowdfunding campaign on behalf of the Grimsby fans, said to, well, me personally, obviously, for whatever reason, the suggestion about a mariachi band, among other things, caught the imagination, and a couple of us decided to set up a crowdfunding page. It went a little bit crazy... And it has absolutely surpassed our expectations. Right. Great results. Funds not needed to hire the band will be given to Grimsby's Disabled Supporters Club. So there you go. Well, that's a, a real yeah, sort of
1: good-hearted type of... But it's, that's going to be a that's fantastic... That's a feel-good story. Fantastic atmosphere at yeah.
0: Barnet on Sunday. Well, Saturday. I
1: guess those inflatable shark people will sort of realise <laughs> that, that everything's worked out all right in the end would have been a bit of a concern if like maybe a father turned up with his son and he had his training inflatable armbands yeah. on he's about to go to swimming after the game <laughs> yes then he could have they could have found problems like, yeah. oh he's gonna Band- drown he's gonna drown at swimming now because of you yeah they killed a three-year-old just learned to swim that's right they not no foresight. However, great result for the club. Great result. Mm. So it's a lot of fun. End of the
0: season is always good, especially when you're safe from relegation. <laughs> mm,
1: mm, mm. How,
0: about, how about in Buffalo? Buffalo? Buffalo Bills. New Jersey. New York, actually. New York. Is this, is Do you know, they're the, the only. Upstate New York. Isn't it? Upstate New York. Yep. You know, it's the only. Buffalo Bills are the only NFL team, actually, in New York State. Good. Because both the New York Giants and New York Jets play in New Jersey. I did not know that there you go. see it's educational this show sometimes, and important facts to know as well. so Buffalo Bill's offensive tackle, Cyrus Coandijo mm. was involved in a bizarre incident on Wednesday on the route four hundred in Elma near Buffalo, right He wasn't arrested, but he got taken to Erie County Medical Center for observation. why? why? he was found in a t-shirt without pants ah. But wearing underwear, yep. wandering in a field, mm. after climbing over an electric fence... Yep. ...when an Erie County Sheriff's deputy went to detain him, a police source said, the six-foot-seven, 322-pound Coen Dejo yelled, Shoot me! Go on, shoot me! <laughs> That's the, he's had a bad day. Yeah, well, the football player initially parked his vehicle on the shoulder of the northbound lanes of the 400 mm. and climbed over a guardrail to gain access to a farmer's field in the vicinity of Rice Road and Delwood Drive. But why was he trying to get into this particular field? <laughs> And any, there must have been growing corn or something, and he right. was hungry. I don't know. There,
1: this must be. Is this a full mental breakdown? Is this uh, what's happened? I think so. He yeah. was acting real confused, but he was mm.
0: no real fret. He was Cirrus Coandijo. Yeah. The farmer called nine one one about nine thirty a.m. Mm. So this is first thing in the morning. Right. He said this breakdown is it an all
1: night thing? The, possibly. The, the phone call went.
0: There's a large man roaming around my field. <laughs>
1: Is there any pictures? I'm envisioning a white T-shirt and red undies. Yeah, Straight away, that's what pops in my head. Yeah, it could have been. So uh, I'm not sure. There's no pictures, unfortunately.
0: Nothing confirmed again yeah. on he's the actually, red undies. He's actually from Cameroon, this guy. Oh, didn't right, right. I didn't realise this.
1: So old Cirrus. Um, yep, yep. He just became a US citizen not that long ago. but uh, isn't, ad- isn't adapting to the culture very well by the sounds. <laughs> that's it. So what we've got here is the opposite of the last story where we've got a refugee type arrangement <laughs> who's come to seek a better life in the States and all of a sudden he's had a complete breakdown. Where's his charity? Where Where's is the his fundraising? Charity, indeed, yes. This has helped this man, people of Cameroon. Indeed. And what's the result of that? Is he in jail now? Um, he's mental well, he's hospital. Kind of, he's got out of hospital, but yeah. he hasn't. He hasn't turned up to any bills practice.
0: Well, that's it. Under <laughs> U.S. law, sorry, you're showing signs of mental illness. We have to deport you back to Cameroon. <laughs> yeah.
1: What a disaster! Indeed. Oh, crikey. Well, that's... Uh, that's uh, What can I say about I know. that? He's tried his best. I, I love it. He's, the, he's the fallen short. Is,
0: the farmer just... <laughs> There's a huge man in my field.
1: <laughs> anyway. Anything can happen in rural America. Oh,
0: especially in Buffalo. Mm. <laughs> There's
1: not much to do apart from... Feel the spray from Niagara Falls. Yeah. Yeah. Near or the like, Erie Canal, Did you say it was? Uh, Erie County. That, Count, Erie County, okay, yeah. Right. Whether the Erie Canal goes through there, I have no idea. It's, it's a fascinating story, the development of that canal. I saw oh, a documentary it? one day. Yeah, what a, what a great event, because it goes all the way to the to Lake Erie. Oh, wow. All the way back From the through, coast? Yeah, from the coast. Oh, that's... Yeah, and uh... they, it was a major uh, important resource in terms of transporting, oh, uh, logging up and down the canal yes, there for definitely. years and years. Yep. In fact, I think it's still used widely as a means of transport oh. for uh, all variety of industries. Oh, thanks for that. Well, Yeah, yeah so beautiful. the education continues here. <laughs> Indeed. Hey, I remember
0: you telling me about KFC and their P26s. Whatever. The P27. P27. Yeah, yeah, their
1: chickens are not real chickens. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, here's this, right? This is today's news. KFC are opening their kitchens to quash rumors
1: it doesn't use real chicken or make its meals with mutant birds. I recall when we were in the States and their campaign was actually pleading with people to give them another chance. The the rumors had spread that far. So here's the popular myths that we Mm. talked about.
0: Mm. So myth one, KFC uses mutant chickens. KFC say their chickens are natural and fresh. KFC is part of the Red Tractor scheme, guaranteeing high welfare standards. Mm-hmm. Myth two. Deep-fried rats have been found in KFC meals. Mm. They say, this is fake news! <laughs> Trump we Trump only use 100% fresh chicken. <laughs> Myth number three. KFC cannot be called Kentucky Fried Chicken, as it doesn't use it's, real chicken. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, KFC chicken is real. It's Red Tractor standard, British, and the same as any supermarket what,
1: chicken. What's so great about Red Tractors? I don't know, it must be some, some sort kind of, of halal yeah, like kind uh, of grade. Well like a Michelin star. And then Michelin How num- many Michelin stars does KFC oh, have?
0: Minimum of 2 at every restaurant. <laughs> Heston Blumenthal has been at every single one. Uh myth number 4, KFC chicken is cooked from frozen. KFC says it's delivered fresh more than 3 times
1: a week. Okay. Well so that's, that's uh, every 3 unsurprisingly, days. surprisingly KFC's quashing everything saying the opposite. So, talk us through the P27. Well, so far as I know, I mean this is this goes back a good 10 12 years with uh, horrendous drinking band benders and staying up all night and talking <laughs> absolute rubbish and a friend of singer stevie Akin, good friend of of the show was he read something or saw something about these chickens that were growing and they don't have feet do they have a head they must have a head or else they can't you would be have first. thought so yeah yeah and they and they go from a baby to full grown within three weeks or something yeah and it's just plug full of all sorts of Roms. who knows what and it was so distorted and so away from the original natural being that is a chicken, it didn't actually qualify as chicken. And for some reason, the scientific <laughs> term was that was a P27. Right. Yeah. So if you're going to go to KFC, you're going to go for some P27. Nice. That's what you're after there. It's not really sports news, but seeing as I saw that in the paper
0: today, I thought we talked about this when we were it's on the public, road.
1: We're a public interest show. <laughs> we are well. now. Yeah. It's, a, it's the officially the world's greatest public information show yeah. as well. And animal friendly. Oh. It's feminist... Feminism. Pro feminism. Animal friendly. Animal friendly. How many sports shows do you know (laughs) are this socially aware? None. None. They're going to be arguing about why that guy shouldn't have got three-week suspension for his bump on the weekend. Yeah. Well, how's that helping society? It's not. It's just a bunch of but, men running around and getting 500k a year for kicking a ball around. That's it. And they're ca- hardly suffering. What's your problem? They don't have to buy P27s, yeah. Hey, I got an email
0: today oh. from, from the England Cricket Board yeah. announcing their
1: kit launch. I was sure you are about to say that they, no. they were complaining they were, about some segment we had yeah. on the show. I wish it, they okay. were to complain. That means they're listening we're, then. Yeah, yeah, we get a bit of exposure.
0: But what is the world come to when I'm getting emails about coming to the English
1: Cricket Kit launch. <laughs> it's Cricket Kit! <laughs> it's Cricket Kit. What, what, uh, have you seen a, a sort of an advanced screening of what it's going to be? No, it's, gonna be? That's it's gonna, not even an advanced screening. It's going to blow mine so significantly? Kind of new balance of taken over from Adidas, I okay. think. Okay, so the it's a change kit, of sponsorship. It's a change of supplier, yeah. Yeah, so you're not really going to be sleeping outside the doors to get first in the queue for that one. You're not, you're not pitching I a tent overnight. Who is?! <laughs> Who <laughs> who
0: is actually who are they going to
1: pay to go to it?
0: That's exactly right. Who cares? Where is it
1: taking place? The begun bailing, <sighs> Lords Lord, probably. Oh, you're not going to go to Lords for it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah just, just just catch a I'm flight. I'm just amazed that when people. When is it? Tomorrow, uh, May the second. Uh, okay, well that's in uh, four days. Yeah yeah oh you can book a fly and just, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but why is that news I, I don't know But the, I recall there was a big unveiling of the uh, black caps when right. they changed from the sort of grey stuff because they had the, originally the, the horrible brown yeah and then they changed to the sort of grey colour and oh. then they they used to never have a black kit yeah because of the sun, the tracks of yeah, the sun, yeah, too hot. But then they warm. figured out materials that didn't yeah. attract heat and whatever else. And the big unveiling, when they changed that sort of Pacific greeny oh, turquoise. the aquamarine, glue. yeah. And it was, it was classic tacky New Zealand. Like <laughs> uh, like a real bad synthesizer intro. Ooh. And these two models burst you know, through a banner. <laughs> yes. Like there's a black cat's paper and they came bursting through. You'd never seen anything less impressive. Uh, I was working for Canterbury when they took over the supply of the white
0: kit. That would have been in about 1995. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's 20, 22 years ago now. So that was when branded kits for me. You know, all of a sudden, somebody was taking an interest
1: in cricket. Okay. but Is this of interest on our show? Not really. I, I, I'm not really. Uh, well, this I is... Mean, do you know what? This I, the is whole exactly. point is that it's not news. Yeah. And now we're, well, we're, yeah. we're struggling to talk about it with any interest. That's yeah. how boring it is. Is, yeah. that, is that a fair point? It, it's absolutely We're, we're actually promoting these wanky brands. I know. Adidas, Canterbury. Yeah. They're doing all right. But it's cricket They don't kit. need our help. They've, we need their help. I've I've not what? seen too many people. If they sponsor us, then we'll talk about more. Oh yeah, we love you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. In we're fact, lovely. I'd wear cricket kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put us, give us your black caps. Three hundred and sixty-five days. I oh, wear an Australian jersey. Oh, then- no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> so I just don't understand mm. the replica sales can't
1: be more than double figures. Well, for Cricket Kid
0: It just can't be
1: <laughs> Not until it's like Extinct and older And it becomes A sort of oh, classic item Yeah that's right The Old World Series On from the 80s Are all brilliant
0: No 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 The 92 World Cup 92 is, World Cup also You cracker. see those Everywhere They, the, they got re released the, 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 the rainbow The rainbow colours, on the top yeah. yeah yeah
1: And then everyone was in Kind of a block colour with I wonder their... what that Signified that rainbow thing I do know it was, it was a red A blue A sort of a green yeah. And then and your own white. colour And, and a, a white And then your block colour And your block colour So the Australians look good Because they look like They had all the the um they were yellow. They had they had the yellow, but yeah. they were very much sort of covering all the elements on the color yeah. wheel.
0: That's uh well that's the sports news. There wasn't much else going on this week, and uh, highlighted with the fact we talked about KFC and a cricket kit launch. Well, I think it was can brilliant. we do can we do a worst song?
1: So we played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be. It was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Song and clear all because the words so Beefy's come straight out with proclaiming he has a belter. Yeah. That's that's strong confidence because I've been turning mine up the last couple of weeks and I'm fairly confident I've got a pretty dang good one this week. I'm not sure if it's as good as the others, but uh, are you going to give any sort of intro to this one or how um, are you feeling about it?
0: This is English soccer legend. Paul Gascoigne, yeah. who is probably going to be subject to great sporting benders along, uh, along the way. And make the double appearance. Yeah, but this is just an absolute disgrace. Alright, here it is.
1: Come on! Yes lazy snack stuck in sickly sausage road in a dirty old town on the back of the time setting my sights on gold go, go, go. it's plain to see it's black and white this Geordie boy's gonna do alright gonna make you dance gonna make you sing those Geordie boys do anything tell it like it is today we'll take it's time to tell you what tonight might bring they'd spur you on in London town when you hear those jody sing sing the time is all mine all mine the time is all So, come around and get on so yeah.
0: That's the gist do, do it. it. That is it. Paul Gascoigne. Paul Gascoigne. What? He, what provoked that? Well, that was coming off the back of Italian ninety and his performance in the World Cup for England. Okay, but just an absolute howler. Can you believe that got to number two in the charts? <laughs>
1: It had um, some catchy elements to it. Well, originally done
0: by Lindisfarne. It's got a dance beat. Oh, yeah. Lindisfarne. A
1: sort of roly-poly style one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, that sums up Paul yeah. Gascoigne. Mm. What year has this come out, this one? This re-recorded 1990-ish. 1990. 91. Yeah. Okay.
0: But unbelievably, this caused one of the original members of Lindisfarne to quit the band <laughs> because they had sold out, <laughs> which I think
1: is absolutely hilarious. No coming back from it? No. That sort of reminds me of uh, when Simple Minds, when they released uh, Don't You Forget About Me. Yeah. They'd actually write that song. It was written for that film specifically. Yeah, Breakfast Club. And then the biggest concern was it would take over the popularity and that all their other songs oh. would just get going under the radar. And that's exactly what happened.
0: So if you don't know about uh, Paul Gascoigne, this one sentence sums up Paul Gascoigne. It was a retraction in the Daily Mirror. Gazza is no longer a fat, drunken imbecile. He is, in fact, a football genius. <laughs>
1: That was a. Uh, so they did actually say at some point he's a fat, oh, drunken imbecile. Exactly, right. and had to take it back yep. due to this song. So they uh, felt this was where he'd reached his peak. This is pinnacle. Yeah, this so, is him taking it to the masses. So mm.
0: that was a Daily Mirror apology, basically. Right.
1: Well, well, well done, Paul. Yes. Uh, I he's, didn't realise he was fat. At what point was he fat? Oh, uh, he was never. The, he was never your elite sportsman he, type build. He was build. pretty solid. He loved drinking. Yeah. He right. really
0: did love yeah, drinking, big. and he's uh, he's now paying the price big time. But the and amount uh, of fitness these guys would do surely it would just balance out. But well, no. when you're a natural footballer and you you know you. You basically take it for granted. Mm-hmm. You can do anything. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you look at De- Diego Maradona. Yeah. He wasn't exactly, I mean, in 86, I suppose he was in his mm-hmm.
1: prime. But uh, Well, he at- should have just with the amount of coke he blazed the way. Actually. Well, he should've, that's should've right. kept him I think that's, that kept him fit. Right. <laughs> I love the photo, the pictures of him later when he's in the crowd and he's got the peroxide hair and he's got no shirt on. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, I am still Indeed. awesome. Well so done. yeah, Paul Gascoigne, Paul Fog Gascoigne. on the Tyne,
0: number two in the charts. Right. It's 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 brilliant looking up his Wikipedia page because he's got his football career yep. and he's got his discography. <laughs> <laughs> he had an album. I bought my best mate in Brisbane. I found it in a bargain bin one day, and I, right. I actually
1: gave it to him. Is the other one the follow-up single? Is it to the to follow him to the smash hit? What was the name of that first song? Fog on the Tyne. Fog on the Tyne. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Well, fog. It's fog. a river. The Tyne is oh, a river that runs through uh, right yeah, okay. in uh, Newcastle. That needs to be explained. But the
0: first make? lyric after "Foggin' a Tyne's on main, is sitting in a sleazy snack bar, stuffing sickly sausage rolls in a dirty old town on the back of the Tyne, setting my sights on goal.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's just, all you got to know. He's got to rhyme stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the key to uh, to any great lyric. So we might it's in.
0: We might have to find for more worst song in the world. We might mm-hmm. have to find Gazza's follow up singles.
1: Well, I'm on the I'm on the uh, football train as well oh, this yeah. week. Oh nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. However, it's kind of again running on from my last group of uh, chumps oh, yeah. that I've been putting on the last couple of weeks with the uh, 1986 with the, the players doing a rap on their own <laughs> in their own song. Oh. Uh, is this it, is Liverpool FC Oh the Anfield rap That we the talked Anfield about The Anfield rap Beautiful
0: Liverpool FC it's Is hard, hard as hell United it's Tottenham Arsenal Watch my list And I will spell Cause they don't just play But they can rap as well Liverpool FC Boom, Boom. Yeah, My idea was it To go Liverpool Into a bastion
1: Invincibility You in know got better walk this way About it that thing I You, and of you. conquer the bloody little foot and shout. In your heart and your neck, the oh, world oh, alone. Alright, there's a town. I'm Costa, but there's nothing down. The rest of
0: the lads ain't got it so. We'll have to learn and
1: talk, talk like,
0: like sh- well, us. <laughs> <doing that>. I'm, <laughs> I'm your goalie, your number one. You
1: can take the mix, don't call me a clever
0: and you go. A great mean you don't talk like we do. Don't <laughs> talk like we do, you know. We'll to learn It's all. Proper
1: Jesus, Pepe <laughs> knows it. I hear Party, well, you two scouts are always yapping. John I'm
0: going to show you some serious rapping. <laughs> Come from Jamaica My name is John Barnes. When I do my thing The crowd go bananas <laughs> Bit of Bit of inappropriate <laughs> racism there
1: He gives us Think of Cause they've got the job Yeah, but yeah, we got the, the side Well, I came to England Look for mine <laughs> He knows <laughs> the players My, my word I'm
0: very big down under great They've won the league <laughs> Biggest time and Buckingham Palace. <laughs> no one knows quite what to expect when the Red Machine's in full effect. Well,
1: Steve McManm. Shock board. and rap.
0: Yeah.
1: time I, I've had, I've had enough. Can. Brilliant. I've had enough of beefy knowing all the words and yeah. knowing all the. Uh, yeah. My
0: hero actually played for Liverpool and he's on that song. What was it? Ian Rush? John Aldridge, yeah. Newport's favourite son. Right. And went on to play. He was a Liverpool lad.
1: I didn't check out how successful that was on the charts. I number don't know one. How, I don't I'm know. sure it, was it got number, number one? one, yeah. My word. Uh, probably not. But, what is uh, wrong with people?
0: Yeah, it was quite funny.
1: I actually watched a clip um, of them playing that to Ice Cube <laughs> on a radio show. <laughs> yes. And he just started laughing. Oh, yeah. And it's just hilarious. Said, he just said... He just bagged the hell out of it. Oh, so I said, it was, cube. He, uh, yeah, yeah, "Yeah, I got you now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. He's in the radio station. They play it to him, and, uh. he, and, and uh, I think Kevin Hart actually the two of them at the same time. Yeah. And they just start laughing. And, oh, brilliant! And just like they're a bit of Fresh Prince of Bel Air type of yeah, funny. So out of that Liverpool team, there was
0: there was only two guys from actually from Liverpool, mm. um, and that was about it. And one of them was John Rich. Right. So uh, and the rest, obviously, Bruce Groblew was from Zimbabwe, and Craig Johnston yeah. was
1: an Australian, and. I think They're chucking the walk on, A walk yeah. on, <laughs> yeah. walk on. So I'm glad. I'm glad um, you wheeled. And father, father, MC, I think was sort of the, that style of rap was in the early 80s. I yeah. think, and he was sort of the guy that really ex- made it explode, and, it, and, and everyone just jumped right on board.
0: If you spend an hour listening to Triple J nowadays, yeah. Aussie hip hop sounds exactly like that.
1: That's yeah. why it's not popular. And why do they keep the accent? <laughs> no one wants to hear an Australian accent and music. Doesn't work. Well, unless, unless you're out doing country band, country oh, band, Keith style. Urban. <laughs> i was thinking more like paul uh paul kelly or something like oh, that okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that kind of works i'm from the outback and i'm gonna talk like this because i'm australian yeah it's from st kilda isn't he paul kelly is he oh <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> yeah me fooled in, in terms of you know bad songs you're up there and i'm glad uh winslow uh touched on that last week it's a pleasure pleasure all around for everyone involved all righty Hey, before we jump into great sporting benders, yep. this is a kind of, it's on the same note. Yeah. But this is today. Oh, a, well,
1: I don't want to jump into anything rashly. No, don't. Yeah, don't take just, a moment. Take a t- breath. Just take a breath. Focus.
0: Warren Gatland. Yeah. Who is the coach of the British and Irish Lions. Yes, former All Black. Former All Black. Waikato. Waikato. Not a chief. He's no, just, just Waikato. Waikato yeah, Warren Gatland has just released the British Lions, British and Irish Lions. Sorry, don't want to offend any Irish people out there. <laughs> They yes, drink- their rules for drinking on the tour. The rules. The rules. There's rules okay. for drinking. Okay. Well at least I didn't know yeah. this was I thought you just got out on it. Like uh, yeah. England did during the World Cup last time when they got caught swimming in Auckland Harbour, didn't they? <laughs> they did something like that. Or and um in the previous World Cup they got done for dwarf tossing, didn't really? they? Really? Down in uh, Queenstown, I think. My word, my word.
1: Um Choo-choo. so so that they've got the uh, the rules there.
0: So uh, obviously the Lions tour is over six weeks. Six weeks of hotels, plane journeys, media obligations, intense training, and of course that gruelling tour schedule. Mm. So Gatlin admits the players will need to wind down at stages throughout the tour, but it's important the rules are established so that things do not get out of hand. Okay, what's what? What are the rules? Don't be a prat. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Come away. Yeah, well, that's it. That's that's okay. rule number one. Nothing specific, but yeah. if you're in the if you end up doing a press conference, you have got it wrong. Yeah.
0: So, Lions players need to be careful. Regardless of their intentions, they could easily be found in the wrong place at the mm. wrong time. And with the New Zealand media likely to scrutinise their <laughs> oh, every certainly, move. certainly. Certainly they will. And look to create controversy at any possible occasion. Yeah, any Lions will have it. to be vigilant. So, guys might be out at 3 or 4am. They might be drinking water or orange juice. Yeah. But it's the perception of being out until that time. That's what creates the controversy in the way that the social media is now. Gatland imposed the same type of rules for Wales in the 2011 World Cup. Remember that World Cup? Wales should have won. If yeah, it wasn't for that corrupt sure. referee, of course. Robbed. Mm. So Gatland put the main rule on that they need to be back in the hotel by 1 a.m. Mm. But can continue to drink in the hotel bar if they so wish. This, this is pretty lenient rules. If I know, it's I not long bad, So, with Wales at the 2011 World Cup, we got back to the hotel after a night game at about 11, and we just said to the players, you can go out for a couple of hours, but be back at the hotel at 1am. The bar will still be open for you! So if you want to have a few drinks... This is just a big party tour. Yeah, I know. So the but, bar will still be open. behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah. So you can still have a few drinks in the bar, and I think we will probably say exactly the same to this the This is lawyers. sort of
1: almost more encouraging of intense binge drinking. I mean, you you know you can sit in your hotel room and get absolutely munted by yourself. Yeah. But don't leave. Yeah. yeah or yeah. don't get pictured. Oh, I would love to see one day someone get done yeah. and have to get, sit down for the press conference and not one shred of remorse after I'd done something like throw a bin through a window at a shop <laughs> yeah. or something and uh, got in a fight and jumped in the off the wharf or something like that just a real nice triple header yeah. and then just go Charlie Sheen on it <laughs> and just go, you know asking questions I'm by winning I win here and I win there <laughs> what, what's the problem? move forward next I was, I, um... I was banging off three gram rocks on a <laughs> Tuesday morning <laughs> I got one speed move forward <laughs> I was reading you talk about press conferences
0: as I was reading about this today um, friend of the show Ali Williams and I think it might have been Richie McCaw yeah. Uh, they did a press conference uh, at the 2015 World Cup where right. the journalists would ask Richie McCaw questions mm. and Ali Williams would answer and vice versa. Ah. I'm just confusing everyone. I didn't know I about this. I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah I, I've I've I read about this though. today and it was mm. the it was the Tom and Jerry show, as they like to call okay. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, so a friend of the show, Ali Williams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do mm-hmm. you got for us, Rob? I'll well, go a bit later. sporting bin is I've tried to go with my uh, unlikely sports shambolic performance. I found a polo player. Oh, really? Horse polo. The headline reads, Naked, drunk polo star slept in wrong crib. Nice. Yeah. Was he Argentinian? He was. Not, he's American. Oh, really? To rest for an International Polo Club, uh Palm Beach player in Wellington, Florida, came after he entered a house by mistake, took his clothes off, and went into the bed of a resident who didn't know him. According to the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office report on Saturday's incident, Six-goaler Jason Crowder... This is the guy, Jason Crowder... Just walked into a townhouse in the polo club community down the street from where he lives at about 3am Camilo Robayo said he woke up when he heard noise from someone walking in Rubio happens to be the manager and trainer of Olympic show jumper Daniel Blumen on the side how about that nice. and he left the front door unlocked and he says there are two grooms staying in the house I figured it was one of the grooms coming home but then I heard the person fall on the stairs I got up to look and here's here's some guy I'd never seen so drunk he couldn't stand up he says to me hey who cleaned up the house it looks great <laughs> I told him I didn't know him and had to leave, but he ran upstairs, got naked, and got in the empty bed. In time, deputies arrived and asked Crowder to clear out to show his hands and get out of the bed. According to the report, Crowder ignored the deputies and pulled the sheet over his head. One of the lawmen then gave Crowder his jeans, but according to the report, he refused to put them on and threw them on the floor. A struggle ensued, and when the deputies tried to cuff Crowder, one deputy admitted landing a few blows to Crowder's head. Crowder was charged with burglary and resisting arrest and released on a $3,000 bond. Luchesi officials have not commented. <laughs> Rubio says again, At the time I was worried that the guy was going to be dangerous. Now it's just sort of funny. According to records, Crowder lives three doors down from Rubio. So that's a great effort from a polo player. Yeah, nice. Uh, he's done very well there. So, so congratulations on on making greater sporting benders, and hopefully he did find his jeans and his pants eventually <laughs> before he made himself public. I, I love the part where he says, "Who uh, <laughs> cleaned up the house? It looks great." <laughs> he's in the wrong one altogether. Beautiful. So there we go, Jason Crowder, polo player. Nice. Number one, he was in the U.S. at oh, the time. Oh, is he number yeah. one? Yeah.
0: My sporting bender is a guy that has just been banned. He's a soccer player, played Premier League, but he has just been banned because he placed 1,200 or more bets on football matches.
1: 1,200 on. in his entire career or just. In a- oh, in the past few weeks. Well, the- past few months, I should okay. say. Yeah. So, um,
0: in, a, in essence, he has. Uh, yeah. He's been banned for 18 months because of his previous behaviour. But the FA. Launched an inquiry into his betting habits, Mm. and fair they they really targeted thirty bets out of the over the more than twelve hundred matches that he's bet on, and he picked
1: out thirty of the most serious offences because they involved his own team. Is he in the okay? So there's ones that he bet on his own team, so clearly he could influence. Well, and yeah. bend the rules significantly. Yeah, or he could... Uh, yeah. Is he getting already paid pretty damn good money? Like? Yes. Do you wow. know what?
0: You're actually on the money because some of the bets that he placed, you know, he put a £5.65 bet on Newcastle versus PSV
1: Eindhoven. Um, I'm glad he put the 65 pence on there. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. And, uh, you know, a £5.65 bet on um, PSV, PSV, time, full-time, which he lost. So out of these 30 bets that they targeted... How many do you think he actually won? 29. Three. What? He's the world's worst gambler as well. (laughs) Not only is he placing stupid bets like um, Newcastle versus Chelsea that he played in from a few years ago, uh, £500 on Chelsea to win, got a draw.
1: (laughs) He was playing for Newcastle. 500 quid bet. Just crazy. Hang the one, the five, you're saying that was five pound and 65p? Yeah, that was what? his bet. Th- that was the standard bet or just no, one, no, one of just them? just one of the why bets. Why did he have, why, where did the 65 pence come he, from? Probably
0: that's what he had in his account. Okay. You know, he, you know. <laughs> he put the house on it. He's back. The whole lot. The, the strange thing was, this Newcastle versus
1: PSV game mm. was a, f-
0: Pre-season friendly. You know, it's not exactly... There's nothing to play
1: for. It's a fitness game. So he could have really manipulated it then. Yeah. Yeah. It was Uh, no consequence. He backed Arsenal
0: versus Newcastle.
1: Mm -hmm. Reserve League. Yep. These aren't even the first... It's like backing in the VFL, but the Reserve
0: League. He backed Arsenal to win at 100 quid. Newcastle won.
1: Newcastle won. Yeah. He's doing very poorly. So he won three out of 30. Three three out of 30. But he had 1,200. So based on that, he's winning... That's 10%, isn't it? Well...
0: <laughs> it's not good. That's not Th- a good that return. Means,
1: well, that means he won one hundred twenty out of twelve hundred. That sounds better, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. <laughs> but there's
0: two pound bets. Newcastle versus Sunderland. He backed a correct score two one. Lost. Mm. You know, there's a bet here for Newcastle versus Stevenage. Right, mm. Stevenage a non league. They're like yeah. two. They were a tier below. Just going for rubbish. Now Newcastle were in the Premier League. It would have been like a dollar ten odds, mm. and he backed them at he paid. Four hundred and ninety-seven pounds fifty to back them, probably at a dollar ten. At a dollar ten, yeah. What? But guess what? This
1: guy's a moron.
0: Yeah, Stevenage 3-1, won won, By the way, <laughs> <laughs> so he lost <laughs> that's five hundred quid. Yeah.
1: Well, why? But why did he want to make fifty fifty quid?
0: Well, actually, why I'm going to get back to great. you have to be munted or something. This is I'm going back to great sporting vendors. This yeah. is that's news today, and this is yeah. what what brought me brought him to my attention okay. today. Notorious drinker, yeah, obviously shoots his mouth off, mm, mm. has a very, very long history of blowouts. <laughs> February 2004, Barton received first of his many uh, career red cards. Midfielder picked up two bookings in FA Cup fourth round tie at Tottenham. Two months later in April, Barton caused a ruckus when he stormed out of Eastlands before mm. kick-off after being axed from the match day team to take on Southampton.
1: Through a tantrum.
0: Basically, yeah. yeah. 2005, uh, at the club's Christmas party, the midfielder stubbed a lit cigar in the eye of a young teammate, Jamie Tandy. Mm. As a result of his despicable actions, Barton was fined six weeks' pay, yeah. forced to pay four weeks' salary immediately and was suspended yeah. for two Did weeks. Did the other guy lose his eye? Oh, I just got a burn, but um, nah. Tandy sued I've him. I've seen
1: it in like a movie somewhere. Yeah, not yeah. in real like life. Scarface or something like These that. These are teammates, by the yeah. way. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Tandy got sixty five thousand pounds in damages. It was just a bit of horseplay. <laughs> yeah, 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 indeed. But just play fighting. Um, C- cigar in the eye. In May two thousand and six, Barton was driving through Liverpool City Centre at two a.m. Mm. and lo and behold, Barton had broken a pedestrian's leg without noticing. <laughs> two a.m. He'd probably been drinking. Yeah, or uh, yeah, well,
1: he had a baseball bat in his drive by. <laughs> no, no, it was. Oh, a, whoops! Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, two months later. Uh, the midfielder became involved in an altercation with a 15-year-old Everton fan at Manchester City's team hotel in Bangkok. Oh, Everton, he had it coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, City were taking part in a pre-season tour in Asia, and if it wasn't for teammate Irishman Richard Dunn, the young Everton fan could have been toast at the hands of Barden. Uh He was forced to enter anger management therapy by manager Stuart Pearce and the club fined him a further eight weeks' pay after he pleaded guilty to gross misconduct.
1: My word. This is a long list. This, this guy's, this this guy's goes, been going for on it.
0: on and on again. Uh, following a 1-1 draw against Everton again, yep. Barton dropped his shorts in the direction of the home fans, exposing his bare backside <laughs> as he was making his way off the field. Uh, Barton had to be dragged off the pitch by his teammates, who were rather kindly trying to save their teammate from further embarrassment. I love this guy. <laughs> Um, Barton was suspended again in 2008 after a training ground confrontation with Ousmane Dabu. Yeah. The scrap left Dabo in a poor state in hospital, and the Frenchman required treatment for the damages he received as a result of Barton's attack. Barton was handed then a four-month suspended jail sentence, well, and the FA dished out a 12-match ban and a
1: £25,000 fine. Oh, we can just put a bid on somewhere and get that back. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. is brilliant. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This yeah. is the guy who's clearly a disaster, but he's embraced the Charlie Sheen mode of well, thinking. It's just like, nah, I don't, I'm not apologising. So, so I'm, Manchester, I'm, I'm not even that. I'm going to do it even more. Watch yeah. this. Well, Manchester, Watch, you, think I, you think that's something? Watch this. <laughs> Manchester City, hold my drink. Uh, <laughs> Manchester City sold
0: him to Newcastle at the end of that season, and then halfway through that season, Barton was then arrested in Liverpool City Centre again, following a late night incident at a nightclub. Barton was remanded in custody and then Mm. missed Newcastle's New Year's Day league match he was released on January the 3rd in the new year CCT footage of the late night incident showed Barton punching a man no fewer than 20 times knocking him out in the process, and assaulting a teenager, breaking some
1: of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not so funny. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. A bit of brawling. Well, later on, after the trial... Maybe, they were, maybe he was provoked. Maybe. Yeah, yeah Probably. so was. They, probably, they probably attacked him first so and he responded. There
0: was a trial six months later, yeah. and he got jailed for
1: six months. Mm-hmm. There's, there's more. There can't be more. This is like an essay.
0: I thought The one I'm going to touch on as well, November 2010, Burton got sent off after the centre midfielder was sent off when he punched Blackburn Rovers winger Morton Gams Pedersen. But where's the other one? Uh, It's not on the list, but I know he started an all-in brawl against Doncaster Rovers, that well-known team, uh, in a pre-season friendly, because he didn't like the way somebody tackled him. So that was brilliant. But um, it just goes on and on, and it's... You
1: know, this is his drinking... No, I just didn't get it. Sorry, he's he's an Englishman, this lad?
0: Yeah, Englishman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played for Queen's Park Rangers, and they didn't like his behaviour, and they loaned mm. him out to Marseille in okay. France. And uh, In was, all fairness... He's been he a, loaned a fair bit, by yeah, the
1: sounds.
0: Yeah, uh, he, he had a decent season with Marseille, came back to uh, Queen's Park Rangers, and just his misdemeanours go yeah. On, yeah, and yeah, on and yeah. on and on. Where's he at now? Is he is he in well, jail now? Well, he's just been banned for 18 months because of okay. his gambling. They found out about his gambling. So, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. So basically... How old is he now? 32, I think. 32, he might so he, be he's on the way older. out. Look, well, it's a bit of a favola. Essentially,
0: this 18-month ban has mm. forced him into retirement. Maybe we'll find sector. a
1: career in radio, make a comeback, <laughs> <laughs> do a favola. He claims that in
0: 2009, he had to give up drinking to curb his temper. Wow. Didn't denote much.
1: I'm not sure he followed through with that one. was yep. almost the biggest sporting it. bender we've had so far. It's, I mean, Or yeah. well, he definitely had a lot of information there, I think, was the key. Yeah. If you really, if really on dig on deep and just go with the full... And like,
0: like I said, that's uh, only come to uh, come to the fore because of mm. the fact that he
1: got banned for gambling. Yeah, yeah. He's almost the worst gambler than me. And that's almost. Something. I've been in a horrendous form. All right, facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you got to go and show you grow and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life.
0: I'm going to talk about the sport of VX. Now, as a concept, VX is brilliant because I can see how it would appeal to kids. Actually, me and you played VX, did we? We did play it. With yep. kids. Yep. And the kids absolutely love it. They love yeah. the chance. That to- was really fun, actually. Yeah, it yeah. is a fun sport. And mm. uh, it's not in Australia, and um, it really should be because I think Australian kids would absolutely
1: love it. Now, yeah. VX is a sport, you have a... it's. You've got a staff, I <laughs> yes, you've got I like, like it. a staff with two scooping type things on the ed- yeah. end of it, yep, and you take a tennis ball, yep you' you play on a squash court, it's one on one, you've got to basically belt the other guy with the tennis ball flung from the staff, yep. All right, and you get a point, and there's a time limit, and whoever ends up with the most hits at the end of it wins. That's exactly right. Like it, Rob. Pretty well, so you get a
0: point if you hit the other person with the ball. Mm. uh, You get a point if you you can throw the ball and you can bounce off the body and you
1: can catch the ball back and you get more points and. But to score, it has to be from the staff. Yeah, it, yeah. It, if they, don't, they, use, they don't throw the ball. What are you talking about, throw the ball?
0: Well, they throw the ball with the scoop. Sorry, they yeah, yeah. sling they the ball. Yeah, They don't throw with their, yeah, with s- their yeah, hands. Yeah, not with their hands. Yeah, You have to throw it with the scoop. confuse people Sorry. after my brilliant I know. <laughs> s- summation of how it works. Anyway, the people that run VX, Paul Hildreth in Yorkshire, mm. when he found it, when I was in contact with him, that we were coming to, yeah. to watch VX. What? Hospitality. Unbelievable hospitality. Mm. Homemade soups as well. Homemade and I'm not, f- I'm not a soup fan either. A couple of ales afterwards. Yeah. That made me very happy. So what he did, there was no official VX matches happening. He mm. said, right, stuff this. I'm going to start a tournament that is going to feature the best players in the world that are available mm. and invite them to come and play for the 365 Days yeah. of Sport Invitational Challenge Trophy. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, made a big deal out of it. Massive deal. Yeah, yeah. Now,
0: why I'm talking about this today is the 365 Days of Sport VX Invitational International Trophy mm. is on again. Oh. So the invitations to the top eight players in the world yeah. have gone out to compete for the 2017 yep. 365 Days of Sport VX International Invitational Trophy. Yep. And, and when's it going to be? So in the next couple of weeks. But yeah. the invitations have gone out. He's, uh, Paul has identified is he, the top eight players. Is it, is it here in Melbourne? Because we're not going to be oh, able how, to make it. How good? we're Well, the invitation's there for us to go, <laughs> if we can get there. I am so pleased that it's a new tournament for mm. the VX people. Mm-hmm. And it is now made its way as an annual event onto their calendar, and it's going to feature the best players available in the world. It's not even where we were, Harring, Har- uh, Harrogate, Harrogate. Squash, club, yeah. squash Club. They've moved it to another squash club. So that's fantastic. We will get the results. And It's a gladiatorial contest. It is a gladiatorial contest. Yeah, yeah. You are one on spot one. on there.
1: If you imagine American Gladiator, they used to have a thing with us up on these with big With the massive uh, And buds, yeah. And the, yeah <laughs> that's the sort of technique we're looking yeah. at here, I think.
0: And I actually got to play on the squash court, and I played against Karen and my technique was pretty awful I was trying to sling the ball far right. too hard I actually pummeled her in the face that one time as you get penalised well. for that for too vigorous yeah I think too vigorous? A, bit, a bit illegal yeah.
1: what I do remember about that was we were munted jet lag munted we'd we had been awake for about Colorado 40, 35 I'm pretty hours sure we came
0: from Denver back to Manchester yeah I just remember because yeah.
1: we were driving around to the school in northern England there somewhere <laughs> yeah. and I just combed out for a yeah. I don't know I don't, I don't remember falling asleep I thought I just was awake the whole time and apparently I did fall asleep for yeah. five minutes and so we went on to the local radio we, we did local
0: radio but um, we got to this school this primary school mm. and then Paul said Oh, you boys can go and play. Twenty hyperactive primary school yeah, kids that yeah, were yeah. desperate to kill Silent. us. There was yeah, a big, yeah. big picture spread in the paper as well, yeah. and it said um, traveling celebrities come old, to old uh,
1: come to Yorkshire. Look out! Yeah. Even one of the kids actually—I remember that you—you belted one of the kids. Uh, this is beefy. This is like Kramer <laughs> on Seinfeld taking on ten-year-olds, and you got this ginormous guy. And one of the kids like told you off for being too too violent. <laughs> This is a forty-year-old grown man smashing ten-year-old yeah. kids. I would told him to grow up. <laughs> It'd be
0: better in later life that's, for you. That's not the
1: behaviour of a father. No,
0: true. So yeah, VX, and uh, I wish those guys all the best because if there were a couple of people out in the, uh, in the sporting mix mm-hmm. to succeed and make a big go of it, then it's those guys because um, it, it actually is a great sport, mm. I, uh, you know. And if schools got behind it, it would be huge.
1: Mm. And we do express our gratitude and oh, thanks again, definitely, definitely. And
0: a- obviously, that tournament's going to carry on this year. And, mm, yeah. uh, you know, we next... will get back eventually. We will definitely yeah, when yeah. when we're probably on the...
1: not this year, but when we're on time. the
0: prize of 365 <laughs> days of sport, when we get mm-hmm. funding in a TV show, yeah. then we're there. Look out!
1: But, uh, any other anything? Any crazy I about
0: this? Don't know. But me and you, the Beer Mile World Championships are coming up. Beer Mile, the Beer Mile. Now this so... is run over a 400 meter running track. Yeah, you start the race. You yeah. neck a beer. Yeah. You run 400 meters. Yeah, you get back to the uh, transitional zone you drink another beer. you run another 400 meters. yeah, get back to the transition. So it's four laps
1: and four beers. Four beers and four laps actually the other way around I without a joke I could I could be quite good at this. really yeah. do you know I've the- been doing this uh, interval sprint training down at oh, the park right. And my 5K runtime, I am flying. Whoa! It's like I'm 19 again. Perhaps we should get you involved in this. Well, I think uh, I, I really do think I could. I, I could do some damage. I here. just saw on YouTube. They I'm have not sure if the new, new lady I'm seeing will be impressed by oh, the behaviour, okay. but uh, we'll see about that. Anyway. They just
0: showed the footage on YouTube of the world record. Cut that for the, bit out, by the for way. The, <laughs> they just showed the world record for the beer mile on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Four minutes twenty six. Oh, I can't. know. That how I couldn't do that, that without the beer. Can you drink the beer while you're running? No, it's a kind of transitional zone. Like, it's about 10 metres long Mm. where you've got to be in the zone. You nick the beer. Yeah. Not many people can run a mile in 4.26. He's... Drunk four beers and run the mile. That's obscene.
1: That is, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a, Canadian. So I basically, think. it would have to be an open throat, one gulper and plus be an yeah. exceptional runner. Because I remember, I Just think d- I can do one lap, I did like a minute.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, he's doing 60 second uh, laps, basically, plus 10 seconds for a beer, or less yeah, than, right. you know, probably 55 seconds Well,
1: lap. I mean, I was not going to go and try and take on the world record. I mean, that's, at, the, at this no stage, chance. but that's, it's obscene. Lactic um, acid buildup at that rate is <laughs>
0: huge. Just yeah, not quite. probably if you're going yeah. at that pace. But uh Does it get as messy as the chili tournament you went to? Oh, I'd i imagine so. I, I reckon it would. It's probably yeah. that as messy as that. Remember that milk chugging run we saw in um oh, yeah. <laughs> Mount Compass?
1: Yes. Strangely I blocked that one out. I couldn't really? remember it.
0: That wasn't even included on our sports list, the milk <laughs> chug. Milk chugging run, but there you go.
1: Alright.
0: So yeah, so we're gonna go to the beer mile in a couple
1: of weeks' time. Right. I look well, put, put on the calendar. Yeah. I'll sleep well thinking about going to that. Definitely not going to play that shit song after this, either. Bye, Jesus. Oh,
0: You'd never believe this. <laughs> I got contacted by a group called CD Baby. Yeah. Who are objecting to our use of...
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> CD Baby, I love it. All right, O. See you next week. Bye. It is